right, welcome back to Judging Bouncing Balls. Toby, how are you doing? Uh, doing great. Um, excited for what just happened. Great, yeah. great interview. Like, we're getting pretty big time, Jeremy. I mean, like, the ladder is, we are up there. Watch out. I mean, I mean look, I even have a mic now. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> I didn't I know. see that. <laughs> right? And it's it's on a boom, too. Look. <laughs> You ordered the boom? I did. I got. I, I said we're going to do this, and I, hopefully it, the audio quality is going to be a little bit better from here on out. So that's definitely something that was a little lacking, I would agree. So, But anyways, that's not the part. The point is Abby Gemza. We just had Abby Gemza on the show, and, God, that was fun. I mean, you, as you said it best at the end, hour and nine minutes, and we're like, whoa, where'd that go, right? Right, right. And – I'll be honest. I was. Uh, it's pickleball Wednesday, and I had taken my team—not on me, but me and my partner—all the way to the championship round. And I am like, it was you. Got gots to go, folks. So I left before I made it to the championship round. Ouch! But it was worth it. I hustled home. I even got a hat on because my hair was out of whack. Um, but man, what a great, great <laughs> interview! Right? We, we've had last week. We had Juan on the coach from Division One. And then you get a player's perspective on everything from small town soccer to club to how she got recruited Vegas, right? Like evidently we're going to Vegas. Apparently. Good things happen in Vegas. That's what I heard. A lot of times I've been there, but <laughs> time to change. Um, but what I'm I due. found very interesting was <laughs> listening to the different schools she went to, what they had, what they offered, and they were all division one, but mm-hmm. From a low end to a mid major to now Utah Valley, which did you hear her drop the we just beat Cal? Like I'm like, that's a pretty big time school. And you just sprinkle that on like it's not like eh, no no, like, no yeah, worries. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, and I thought what was interesting too is her path was definitely different than what you know, you always hear people talk about this is how you're supposed to do it. And she just said, I hey, I'm doing to do it my way, and that wasn't necessarily the way that people recommend you do it you know you talked about choosing the college for in case you can't play and she was like no i just want to go d1 so um and you know it and it it's different but it's an interesting perspective on how it can work out still depending on how you do it it, it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter meth- method that everybody says you should do you can do it your own way yeah i kind of appreciated that right because yeah everybody's stuck in a straight line and she's like eh, i'll carve my own path and i'm gonna do what i want to do yeah and you can tell uh she is not afraid to do her own path which is i'm sure her parents love and hate at the same time (laughs) (laughs) we might have to talk to her dad to get the real story of how this all went down yeah no kidding (laughs) but no it's a really good listen you're gonna enjoy it um you know what the interesting is we didn't plan this but she actually played against juan's garcia's team uh, last year, uh, they actually beat them a one to nothing. And then this year they played again, um, but she wasn't on the Lamar team. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. We didn't plan it that way, but worlds kind of collided south, you know, down south here. And then they, they involved us as well. So, you know, right. it, we'll take it. Well, it's, you know, when you go, when you go national, like we've been, you know, you're going to run into you know, these, these, these scenarios that just, uh, they just help the cause. What can you say? We're big time. About to start. But my phone's Tens ready to of ring. Listeners. <laughs> Ends of <laughs> listeners. Zeros of dollars are coming in right now. Yeah. 
It's amazing. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, it's a really cool conversation. You're going to love that one with Abby Gemza. Um, you know, we got to come up with a name. You know, that's something I didn't uh, jot down during this. And I haven't come up with any good, clever names for the podcast lately. I got to start maybe thinking about that. Um, there's a lot of good ones that you could possibly use with her. So, yeah. Well, we'll think. I'll, I'll do some, yeah. some storming we'll tonight when I'm staring at the ceiling because coming off my pickleball high. You know how it is. You know, athletes. We're all, oh, you know, you're right. At the high. end of the day, it's just three potent athletes talking. That's what this podcast is. Oh. Three potent athletes. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> my back hurts, by the way. <laughs> right, right. Really, it's really totally sore every morning. Totally. <laughs> you know what the worst part about that is like. <laughs> yeah, but the worst part about that podcast, she said she was old. She's talking to two dudes that are like in their forties. You're pushing fifty, and she's like, "I'm old." <laughs> she said she I'm graduated like, in nine two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. I graduated 27 years before you. 27. <laughs> like what? Almost, almost three decades. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that part made me laugh because she's like, "I'm old." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You get your whole yeah. life in front of you, right?" That yeah. was great. But no, I, I people listen. Uh, it's a great thing for for young girl athletes, all athletes on where they want to go. But man, she really. Really lays it out there and just having fun with life. And that was, that's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, not to transition away from Abby, but anything else we want to we wanna cover and that's happening in the world that we need to address? I, 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 I'm Nothing not thinking right. of anything. We're, we're kind of in our lull right now in January. Now you're running around playing hockey um, uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. And uh, we're just practicing for pro, right? We got – only three weeks, I think, and we head down. Yeah, it's crazy. It's coming up quick. Yeah. Amelia is going to be able to get over to, it looks like, this Saturday, which will be good. She's excited about that for practice. Um, I, I will say I, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least. I mean, Spash is still number one in hockey in the state, so pretty good. Friend of the really? show, Matt Polkamp. Friend of the show, Matt Polkamp. I think we're That's the trajectory. Right. We, we did this. I'm just saying. Saying if you're out there wanting to make your team great, call us. He's got to yes. be excited, right? He's got to. Is he strutting around school? No, he's been really good demeanor. I, you know what's funny? I gave him a hard time last night because he he actually yelled at a ref last night at the game. I I, I thought I gave him a hard time. He's the coolest cucumber I've ever seen on the sidelines. Guy is just whatever. And he he there was a you know questionable call late in the game, and he actually kind of barked at the ref a little. I'm like, good for you. Fire your guys up a little bit. Called, I like it. He's not satisfied being with number, number one. one. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. So we'll, well see if we can hold it on. But yeah. So, anyways, friend of the show. If you, you know, obviously now Juan's been on the show, they're probably going to win a national title next year. So, you know, just saying. So what we do, we bring trophies we home. That's right. <laughs> well, that'll do it. But man, it was fun. Tonight was really fun. Yeah, this is sure. kind of why I wanted to do the podcast, right? I wanted to do. To talk to players and, and and maybe you know we can continue this and now we've got had Abby on and you yeah. know maybe we can get some some other perspectives from from other sports too. For sure, it, yeah, it doesn't always have to be soccer though. That's the, obviously we we spend a lot of time on soccer, but man, if you got somebody that uh, you think would be 
uh, fun on the show and let get them in touch with us. We doesn't matter where they live. The, the, these interwebs are amazing. We can uh, we can connect with anybody. Yeah, we think Utah, <laughs> home of the right. Utes, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Well, you have awesome. a great evening. You as well. Hey, this is a lot of fun. Uh, we'd love to get your feedback on this one, and uh, and we hope you enjoyed as much as we did. And five people last hit the like button on our Facebook page. We're up to 95. Hello. And so hit it, talk about it, share it, tweet it, exit, whatever the keywords there is, and uh, help us out, man. Help us out. Yeah. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, have a <laughs> we'll night. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Welcome back to Judging Bouncing Balls. Joined Toby and I are joined by Abby Gemza. Abby, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, so, hey, let's let's jump off right away with uh, Abby. Introduce yourself to the to the to the to the listeners. Uh, tell them a little bit about yourself, um, your your history, your your journey to where you are today, and kind of what what got you to be uh, playing Division One soccer. Yeah. So I grew up in Rochelle, Wisconsin. Shout out to my 400 people that live there. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't change it for the world. It was awesome. Yeah. So grew up there, went um, to elementary school and middle school there. And then um, they unfortunately did not have a soccer team, a high school soccer team. So I had to transfer to Spash and got called Spash Trash for four years of my life. <laughs> That That's is terrible. Yes. Terrible. I want, That's my was, new Twitter name, Spash Trash. <laughs> yeah, that was like I think everyone loved that. I like would go to the high school like Rochel volleyball games and watch my sister, and they'd be like, "Here comes Spash Trash," and I'm like, <laughs> "I deserve it." Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so went there for the four years of my high school, um, and that was awesome. And I played PCYS growing up. Yeah. That is, that is home grounds there. It's the best <laughs> complex I'll ever play at, probably. I love that place. Yeah, so grew up playing there, played a little bit of MRL and ODP. And then, um, sadly, our MRL team fell apart a little bit my like junior and senior year. So I had to travel to Oshkosh and Waukesha and do all that and play in some showcases with them. Um, and then... Yeah, I guess I don't know how in-depth you want me to go. But I got recruited to a school in Tennessee and played one year there, um, which was awesome, super fun. But uh, soccer wasn't everything I wanted, so I decided to jump in the transfer portal. Found myself in Beaumont, Texas. Have you ever been there? If you ever not no. been there, you don't need to go. It's, <laughs> it's a great Shout school. out to Beaumont. <laughs> Shout out to all the oil Lovely riggers out there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It was an interesting experience and part of my life. Yeah. So I went there for three years, tore my ACL my junior year. So Ugh. found a left bench for me there. That was, they got me a nice seat out there in left bench. Yeah. Then um, played my senior year there, finished it out, graduated, and transferred here to Utah Valley, and um, got through preseason and tore my other ACL. So now oh. we're, now oh. we're just hanging out. Yeah, but it's okay because I get my master's paid for, and I get to live in the beautiful state of Utah for seven years of college. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. that's longer than me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to get the world record. <laughs> oh, it's been a journey for sure. 
Wow, yeah. that is that is quite the journey, and, and I, uh, I hope you heal very quickly. That is uh, really Thank unfortunate you. to hear. I, I've had a number of players that I've I've coached and people that I know that have gone through it, and it's just it's mm-hmm. never fun for any of them. I'll tell you that. So no, it's not definitely yeah. not. You know, let's if, if we could let's start. You you know you came from Rochelle, You said small community, and then no soccer program, so you had to transfer to Spash. Steve, Stevens Point area had to come on. Yeah. Well, she didn't want to be called really? Spash Trash, no, but they made I her. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Right? <laughs> and so, you know, you kind of – you you got to Spash, and then you were playing club in rec or right in mm-hmm. Spash area high school. And then you went to – when did, did you end up playing club down out of Milwaukee? Is that what you were talking about? Um, My, like, junior and senior of high school I did. I played in, like, Waukesha and – well, I would just train down there when the parents could take me. It's a far drive for a weekday. But um, I mainly played with Oshkosh United for my junior and senior. And then just um, guests played with, like, Waukesha teams when we go to Vegas and stuff. And that's actually how I got recruited. Just playing with them. So up until your junior year, you were just high school? Or was it was there summer soccer club or local? Yeah. Yeah, so I played high school in the spring, um, like it is in Wisconsin. Uh, and then I played ODP in the winter, kind of into summer. And then I also played PCYS, which turned into like an MRL team um, in okay. the other season. So, yeah, it was like yeah. full time all the time. But I am glad I played high school as much as I know everyone's kind of like club is the best. But I think, you know, being in a team and having captains and formulating the high school and navigating that is really important too. So glad I did Yeah, that. we are well, you're big not, components you, of yeah. high school soccer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not going to get an argument you know, out of us. <laughs> playing for your community, playing for your school. Yeah. Um, 100%. Do you, looking now at what, what we're doing, right? We're doing club from U11 on really, or you get to U12 and you start to really get going. You know, we started traveling at U13 to Milwaukee, and then it just gotten more and more. Now we're U16, mm-hmm. you know, traveling to Florida. We, we're a national pro now. Is that an experience? Like you didn't did, – how far did you travel, with, you know, with Oshkosh United? Yeah, that was a long time ago. We did not <laughs> – You're, I you're don't, not that we old, were, Abby. Come on. Now. I'm old. <laughs> I also no. have, like, the memory of, like – a five-year-old. I'm like, what did I eat for breakfast? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. I'm here. <laughs> but um, yeah, we never flew. My dad was, a, he's a big driver. So we would always drive, but he's probably listening to this and being like, how do you not remember? We went all the way over the country. But <laughs> yeah. he remembers. Re- yeah. Oh, he's Every trip. He's crazy. He's like an old elephant. He knows everything. But um <laughs> yeah, we traveled like to Ohio and even to Florida or that far, but we did a little traveling. But Oshkosh, only when we like made it to nationals and that stuff, did we travel like to Indianapolis and stuff. But hmm. yeah, we didn't travel too. But more with uh, Waukesha, we went to like Vegas and um, Florida and all those bigger showcases where there was a lot more college coaches. So that's where we did more of our traveling. But that was once in a while. It wasn't, you know, like club so when you hear the things that clubs are doing now now waukesha was that elmbrook or was it just waukesha or what 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 club was in waukesha Uh, i think it was just called oh gosh 
I think it was just called Waukesha. Waukesha Union. Okay. Yeah. I think. Because now, like, if you're not traveling, it's like you're, right, you're you're just stuck in the mud. You're, right. you're playing Wisconsin yeah. teams, and, and it's yeah. like, well, if you want to play good soccer, you got to get on an airplane, and you got to go to here mm-hmm. or there. You know, and we're yeah. USYS. There's GA now. There's ECNL now. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that for, for recruiting purposes. But, you know, in your opinion, I guess, looking back, do you think it was easier and better just – being around and not having to do all this or do you kind of think we're crazy? That's it. <laughs> I think, I think the recruiting world and traveling and youth soccer is just insane to me now. Like I'm glad I grew up in that era where like technology was not huge. Like I have a couple teammates who have sisters and they're, they're like Instagram is just like their whole highlight reel and stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know how I keep up with that, you know? Um, so I do think you guys are crazy, but yeah, it's okay. I do say that, but I did get recruited from college by traveling, you know, to like Vegas and them seeing me. So it does have its benefits, you know, um, but traveling every weekend and flying is tough. How was, you said you guest played. Now, how was that? Like, how do you go from yeah. your team? Right. And all of a sudden they're like, Hey, you're going to go play with 15 <laughs> new girls. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I think that was like mental toughness at its best right there. Cause you're, you're at a college showcase, right. And you don't know any of these girls and you're like, okay, go play the best soccer of your life. So you can go play college and then, <laughs> and then learn their names while you're at it. Like, yeah, it was just crazy. But, um, you kind of said to go in there and, you know, do your thing. But yeah, it definitely was an interesting experience, but I'm glad I did it because you get out of your comfort zone and you're uncomfortable, you know, and I truly do believe like, the more uncomfortable you are, like the better you are. So it was a good experience for sure. Now, what can you pinpoint the showcase that um, kind of put you on the map, like for college? Yeah, we were in Vegas. It was the the yellowest grass I've ever seen or played on in my life. I, <laughs> I don't have Vegas. a great memory of, yeah, it was not, it's not pretty, but um, playing center back and, I honestly don't think I played the best, but I think I played decent. And um, there was, I reached out to a bunch of schools and I don't even know if I reached out to the the school that recruited me. I might've, but um, yeah, afterwards they just, it was called Austin P um, in Tennessee and in Clarksville, Tennessee. And they reached out and it was the only D one I had at the moment. And I was like, I knew that it was hard to get into D one and I knew it was hard to get into D1 if you hadn't started at D1. So I was like, this is my opportunity to get in. And um, I took it and I'm so grateful for them. And I learned a lot there and the coaches were awesome. And I made some really good friends, actually my best friends I got from there. So um, yeah, so then I went there and it obviously wasn't the best soccer, but um, it got me in and then it was like a little easier to transfer to another D1, but so. See, that was a question I had for you. So do you think that just by getting into Division One, it opens a door that you wouldn't have if, let's say you're going to a Division Two or Division Three and you're trying to transfer into Division One, do they do they look at you a little bit differently because you were Division One prior? I don't know, like from the coach's perspective, but from like the player perspective, it's more of a flex in a way. Um, okay. But we have had, this is one thing that I, I've learned over the seven years I've been in college. We have like <laughs> girls that 
girls that come from JUCO, and they're just, like, unbelievable players. So I don't know what JUCOs are doing, but they're doing something right. <laughs> and these girls are just – obviously, they're, they're more foreign. Um, usually the ones that we get are, like, from out of the country and stuff. Um, but they're just outstanding players. Um, I hmm. haven't met a ton of D2 or D3 players that have entered into, like, D1 programs, if I'm being honest. But um, we do have, like, a lot of D1 transfers and a lot of JUCO transfers, which is kind of odd because I don't really know where JUCO lies on the the scale there. But, you know. Got to watch Last Chance U. It's on Netflix. It's about basketball. It talks about JUCO. Really? It's a new light of how they handle it. It's a different different scenario than you lived. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've heard a lot of positive experiences from JUCO, so – I don't think that's a bad route to go. Hmm. No, if you know, if we go back up, our both our daughters have done ODP. I think Jeremy is, is Amelia still doing it. Yeah, she's still doing it. If we're we're a sucker, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I think and this is my opinion on ODP. It's I think it's a great thing, but I think it's the greatest named function in soccer. Like Olympic development program. Yeah, like when yeah, I tell yeah. like, oh, my daughter's going down to ODP and everybody's like, what's that? I'm like, Olympic. They're like, are you kidding me? I'm oh, like, yes, easy, right? Yeah. We're not going to the Olympics. Right. Well, you know what's funny about that is I'm the same way as you, Toby. Every time I, I mention it, I'm like, oh, yeah, ODP. And they're like, oh, what is ODP? And I, I always qualify it with, it sounds better than it is. <laughs> it's, it's the Olympic development, but they're not really going to the Olympics. <laughs> right. Yeah, they need to change so can, that or something because it doesn't reflect. Right. Like, it's nothing it's to right, do with yeah. Better than, yeah. like, Larry's weekend <laughs> soccer camp. So, um, <laughs> but now when you did it, like, now, like, we joined in 20 during COVID. So, it was yeah. very limited. You you traveled on Sundays down in Milwaukee most of the time. You played in the winter weekends down on a field at Hart Park. And then we'd have a shot in gyms and different things now. And then when we made it, our we took our daughter with us down to Indianapolis. She stayed with us. And then we went to the fields. But when you did it, you were gone, right? You got, I think, to Michigan? Yeah, the one where you like go and play like a bunch of games in a weekend, whatever, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was the the most fun I've ever had in like outside of like high school and club was ODP because yeah, we got to go without our parents with a bunch of our friends and go play like high level soccer with a bunch of boys in a hotel room. Hotel room, so super fun. Right Dad now we know where we're going me. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. That first year was so fun. We just messed around. You don't know as kids, you know, how important it was. But, um, yeah, so we we would stay in a hotel for the weekend. It was kind of like, you know, like the national camp does their their camps for, like, weeks or whatever. It kind of felt like that, you know? Like, we were there to, to play with a bunch of really good girls from our state, and everyone was super competitive and stuff, and it was it was super awesome. I loved ODP. It did kind of trickle off when I first started. It was kind of like – the best of the best played ODP. And then it kind of, I felt like the last couple of years, we got a couple of girls that were like, how did you make the ODP team kind of thing? Um, but it was still no. super fun and we got to travel. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not a money grab, Abby. No. We used to be very kind of ODP. You know, we're not knocking it. We've all yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. No, it's awesome. And it's, it's a good connection. You know, there are, 
yeah. college coaches yeah. that do it. And that's a really, and there's really good exposure from it. Um, and obviously if you keep making the next camps, like that's super cool too. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a really good experience and I'm still really glad I did it. And I met a lot of nice girls and played some good stuff. How far did you make it? Cause it goes, the regional Wisconsin team is how we do it. And then you go to ID camp in Rockford and then they choose, call it choose players to go to Florida. <laughs> How far did you make yours? Yeah, I always made it to like the week long. I don't know what they do now, but ours was like a week long camp, kind of like four days, five days. I never made the hmm. actual like regional team, but I always made it. I don't know. It's we call it like the holdover camp. Like you'd go for the holdover camp. That's probably the ID camp because that's the one that's like multiple days. Yeah. yeah, and we would just go and we'd stay in like this weird Kentucky college and like sleep in dorms with a bunch of girls and just play soccer for a week. I don't know. <laughs> it was a little sketch now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. It, but, yeah, Your dad's like, here's a couple hundred bucks, ODP, <laughs> yeah. good luck with my kid. Literally. If you hear yeah. banjos, run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. That was a blank. <laughs> that was a crazy thought. <laughs> So yeah. you got yeah, to experience so like full out dorms for days. Like now, like ID camp, we brought our kids down to ID camp. We stay in a hotel with them. We take them to the field, bring them home, feed them. So they like, I think it's changed a little bit now, but now you like, you're talking about, you got to go live in the dorms and yeah, grow up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had to like ride buses down there. They'd like pick us up at some sketchy gas station or <laughs> to walk us up. Yeah. They, they just though. brought that back because last year, Amelia rode bus down to St. Louis, but before that, because okay. of COVID, they didn't do any of that. So that's something we never uh... really got to experience until last year was the whole bus ride down, which I will say that's yeah. actually a pretty cool feature to be able to ride with your friends you know, mm -hmm. on a long bus ride, you kind of bond, you stay in a dorm. They went to St. Louis university down there and, uh, or no, Washington, Washington university in St. Louis, uh, which was really That's cool. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that part is definitely, yeah. You know, you get to like graduate from riding with your parents to the games, you know, and kind of figure out how to give your own pep right. talk when your dad's not there, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, <laughs> it's definitely fun. <laughs> I still think it's funny though. You're just, you know, we, we, cause Right now, we travel with our kids. We do everything. You know, we take care of them. But, man, just go to a gas station and shove her on a bus. I mean, that'd be <laughs> fantastic, right? Turn yeah, and burn out of there and be like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care what it costs. I get a weekend alone. <laughs> Literally. I'm sure that's uh, going through their heads. <laughs> They'll never admit it. <laughs> right. Do you uh, have any uh, brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have an older brother and sister. Did uh, Soccer? My brother played soccer through high school. Um, if you've heard of Amherst Fire, I think it was called. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, it was Amherst. like the whole, like, yeah. My dad was the Amherst. coach for a little bit. I don't really know how that happened. And yeah, it was like Paul Amherst is... and Iola. <laughs> Paul's rolling over right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had uh, the baseball coach on from Amherst. And we, we pick on Kimberly High School. In Amherst for some reason. And I still don't know why we pick on Amherst. Oh, I do I know, know why. Paul, Paul picks on Amherst because he got beat by him. <laughs> he got beat by a guy in wrestling. Oh, gosh. Right? 40 years ago? Is he old as dirt? How does he still remember that? Still Paul. drives him Come to on. this day. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. That man is silly. Now, so here's, here's I a... did. 
Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Thomas. Go ahead. I was going to say, so we did our first real showcase in two weeks ago in Stillwater. And we drove through that snowstorm. It was amazing. Just, just fantastic. <laughs> and my daughter did get an email and others did too, but it was the Spain trip. And mm. she was going through the pictures and I think she's like, that's uh, um, Evan Nagel. And then you were on that team also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how was like you've you've traveled quite a bit with this sport, which is fantastic. Yeah, how was Spain? Yeah. Spain was incredible, um, and there was some weird period where I like did not want my parents to come with me. Everyone's else else's parents went, and I was like, "No, you can't <laughs> come. I'm going to this country alone." Um, so they still hold that against me. Um, but yeah, I was like, I want to do this by myself. I don't really remember the reasons why. But probably just because I was like, parents gross. I want to do this by myself. I want to hang out. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were down there for, I think, 10 days. Um, and I think that's really where I, um, I learned to, like, like that culture. Like, I would eventually want to leave the United States and, like, live down there because we, like, walked everywhere. We ate, like, weird bacon for breakfast and, you know, bread. It was just, like, weird and they would feed us hard bread in this weird dome like every day. And it was, but we got to play teams from like all over and it was super cool. Um, and I just remember we, we stayed in this like school and slept on the floor on mattresses. Maybe they gave us, I don't remember, but we would play with these little 10 year olds. They would just come and like play in this little, like they had like this little court out there, whatever. And they didn't speak any English and they, me as like what 16 15 years old they were kicking the crap out of me they were so freaking good i couldn't believe it i was like well i really need to pick up my game in the the states (laughs) these little 10 year olds were like falling out it was crazy but yeah it was super fun um and our team was pretty good we made it to like i think the the game before the championship game we didn't get to play on the really cool field but um it was still a really good experience and seeing that side of the the world and the culture and stuff was really cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, I guess as your youth and you grew up, where, I mean, did any other things you've done to, you know, we look at everything and we're always like, oh, it's one more thing, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. one more thing. There's always one more thing. It's either ODP or now it's like abroad to go play or, and now we're like, now it's ID camps. Did you do any ID camps? Yeah. Um, I don't remember when I started, probably more my junior year and stuff. Um, I went to like a Minnesota camp, um, Marquette camps, but I never really got any like recognition from that. Um, it was more like the showcases I went to and played with like big teams and stuff. But, um, yeah, I definitely did those. And that was really good to see because, um, you could see like the level of other girls, um, and where you were kind of at and like where you needed to, you know, pick up your game a little bit. I remember going to the Minnesota camp and this girl that was like committed there and she was like a freshman and she was like unbelievable. And I was like, whoa, like I thought I was good. And then I like saw her and I was like, <laughs> all right, I need to practice in the backyard a little more. <laughs> yeah. So it was good to like see who was committed and like what their level was at and like kind of where I needed to be to, to even like get recognized in that way too. So. Did you get any, like, so right now, because it's like June 15th or something is the day after your sophomore, you can get talked to. So right now, if my daughter sends mm-hmm. out tape, right, you always get the, 
we're not allowed to talk to you. And so did you have like offers at different levels through your travel, like D3, D2? Um, I, I wouldn't say it offers, but I had talked to, I remember I, what's that school in Minnesota? Winona. I went to Winona a couple of times, talked to that coach. Um, but I did not have a ton of offers, honestly. Um, looking back now, it's crazy that I'm even here. Like how that, that journey <laughs> begins, you know, you like get so scared and then, you know, it pans out in a couple of years later, but, um. Yeah, I didn't have a ton of offers going into it, um, but I did have that D1, and I was just like, I know they're not the greatest, but, you know, you can always get better no matter, like, what your team looks like, you know, so kind of had that mindset going into it, but, yeah. That's crazy because now they, they, they thrive on the broken leg test, right? If you get hurt at college, do you, you should love the school. And for you, it was kind of, I want to play D1. I'll figure mm-hmm. it out from there. <laughs> Um, and then you end up getting hurt twice, right? Two different schools. Yeah. But the mindset wasn't like I, I wanted this pretty perfect picture of college. It was just I wanted to play D one soccer. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. And I think people get tied down both ways, right? Some some, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out. But you, it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, and I'm just like. My dad always says we're living in like Abby's world and that's kind of like how we operate. But um, I'm kind of, you know, Beaumont obviously was not a nice place. Like my parents would barely visit me. It was not nice. But I kind of just always made the most of where I was and like the people around me, you know. So, and I'm not a huge school girl, like love getting a degree paid for, but um, not a huge school girl. So the school didn't really matter. The soccer mattered more and I knew like, no matter where I went, I would figure it out and have fun no matter what kind of thing. So, um, but n- people are completely different. You know, some people really value like doing things around them and stuff like that, where I'm just like, whatever, like, let's just, I could stare at a wall and have so much fun for like four hours. So <laughs> definitely depends on the type of person and like how you view the world, I guess. So yeah, I kind of just went wherever I felt was right and went day by day, I guess. All right, you're young enough, I can ask this, but what year did you graduate high school? 2019. 2019. Long, long time ago. <laughs> I'm going to say, I was like, oh, that, I mean, I don't even know back then who was president. I mean, that was a long time ago. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Toby. So, so speaking of that, this is, where, this is where I want to interject a little bit. So, uh, I, Abby, I remember when you were at SPASH, I remember your senior year. Um, I'm going to share something here in a second with the screen, but um, I want you to talk oh, a little bit about the multiple sport athlete that you were, because we've talked about that on the, <laughs> on the show a lot about being a multi-sport athlete. And I want to just, I'm just kind of curious how that, how you felt, did it help you? Did it hurt you? Do you feel like, do you wish you would have specialized earlier? Um, the thing I want to show on the screen, I'm going to share this here is, Abby, <laughs> oh, is that as at homecoming, Abby was on the homecoming courts. I did find this picture. I told you I was going to look for it. And um, it's a, it's a picture of um, Abby on the homecoming court. I don't know if you can see this on the screen, but she's in full oh, yeah. football uniform. <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, and and she, oh everybody else is in their gowns and all this stuff. And, and I still remember my daughter, Amelia, who Toby knows was at this game. And we were like, she thought that was the coolest thing. She looked up to you from like that moment because she thought that was so cool that you were 
that you were on the homecoming court in a football uniform and you were on the football team. <laughs> but talk to me a little bit about maybe that memory, but then also the multi-sport, like how it, how, how that impacted you. Yeah. Um, I think it was my, well, my junior, well, I always played basketball growing up. Basketball and soccer were kind of the thing. And then dad being the hard ass, I don't know if I can swear on this. He is. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's um, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> The hard ass he is, he's like, you're going to have to choose. Like, you do basketball or you do soccer. You pick one. Like, da, da, da. So, of course, I pick soccer. Like, I love soccer more. Um, I also ran track a little bit, too. But um, so kind of like my freshman, sophomore year, I just played soccer and basketball. Um, and then my junior year, I was like, my friends were like, want to play tennis? And I was like, I would love to play tennis. <laughs> Why not? So play tennis a little bit. Um, my junior and senior year, I was like top elite JV think i was like second on jv so nice <laughs> yeah I, I, that's where i hit my peak in high school right there but um yeah and then my junior or my senior year um i don't really know i was kind of just like senior year like let's go for it and i was like i can kick a soccer ball i think i could probably kick a football and um, i think their kicker was pretty bad so i was like you know what if i come in there and show this guy up so oh no no he um, was the best kicker ever you were just that good Oh yeah! Oh right, right. No, yeah. Right, right. He, was, <laughs> he went. He's actually in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't. No. Yeah. Um. So I talked to the parents, and I was like, "Guys, I want to play football." And Dad was like, "No, you're not." And I was like, "Okay, but like, I kind of want to." And he's like, "You're not doing that. You're gonna get hurt. Like all this stuff." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna do it anyways." <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I'm gonna do it. So he was like, "Okay, you have to pay your own way." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I'm in high school. I can't do that." kind of thing um so yeah i kicked for the football team i made i think six out of seven the time i made it on the nice. field it's the best experience of my life i learned nothing about football i learned how to talk <laughs> shit on the sideline with some guys <laughs> who never stood on the no. field but it was so fun um but back to your original question um i think it definitely helped a lot with soccer obviously soccer was still my main sport and i was still playing soccer on top of all this but um, I think there's a lot of pressure when you have one sport and you kind of like every thought is to that sport, you know? So when I played these other sports, I got a break from that. And then when I came to soccer practice, it was like full, full focus, you know? So I think it, mm -hmm. it gave my brain a little bit, um, of a relax mode when I would play tennis and just do it for fun, you know? And I was like, I was not good at tennis, but you know, it was fun and I got to like have speed and stuff, um, through that way. But I definitely would um, urge kids to do that more. And I know everyone's like, we got to play soccer and train and do all this stuff. And, but I think you like, you lose motivation a little bit when it's just like soccer, 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 you know, and putting so much pressure on it where you forget like, Oh, I can play tennis and just have fun. And it's just like, you know, like sports are fun and stuff like that. So um, yeah, you I know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, my daughter's playing hockey right now. Um, and Sweet. she just said on the car ride home, we were at Green Bay and game did not go well. But she, she she's like, I'm having fun. But she said, it's almost soccer season. I'm like so amped for soccer season because uh, she's had that little, you know, that little break. And it's I do mm -hmm. think that that's important as much as you love it. I mean, I loved football. I played in college. I loved it. But you need you always need a little bit of a break. I really think that that's yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, especially in college too. It's like whenever you're on a break, you're running, you're lifting, you're training. You know, it's yeah. not really a break. Where like in high school, 
it's not as serious, you know, so you can play tennis and it's a break and it's, you're still exercising and being fit and it's fun, you know? So, yeah, I wish I could be on the UVU tennis team, but sadly they don't accept JV recruits. (laughs) Never know. (laughs) Just got to pad your stats a little bit. Just get rid of JV and put (laughs) best player ever. Yeah. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Oh, so, awesome. did your club seasons run year round back then, or were they? Did they were they fall, and then you played high school in the spring, and then they pick back up? I mean, because right now we run besides high school soccer, we're running now with all this extra travel and pro league and Florida. I mean, we <laughs> we've taken maybe four weeks off without having an opportunity to play in the club, yeah. and that's our big thing. You know, we talk about. When we grew up, you know, you you as soon as you put the basketball down, you picked up a baseball. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basketball never carried into baseball, and baseball never carried into football. And now it's like the basketball coach is mad, right? Because you're playing tennis, and then the tennis coach right. is like, "Why are you playing basketball?" Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. so that's one of the problems we run into now. It's like everybody's mad at everybody instead of just yeah maybe yeah. setting some guidelines, and then you throw club in because club's important because. Mm-hmm. They talk about nobody recruits at a high school game, so you got to play club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is a whirlwind of everything. Um, yeah, we we played in the summer for sure, and then spring. Summer was more like travel, I think, and then fall was more like the local. You would play more there, so summer we would go all over. And then spring was high school. Um, but I think uh, the winter time was probably my favorite. Um playing like futsal and playing in like three V three tournaments. I think that, I think that was probably my favorite part of whatever season it was, you know? So Mm -hmm. see, everybody's talking now futsal futsal is the new shiny toy and we don't play any futsal up here. I don't know if that's good or bad, but if you get, I mean, now winter is futsal. They're traveling. There's teams out of Milwaukee going to St. Louis for the national tournament. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Holy cow. Like, when is it? Can we just get a break here? I know. There's no break in soccer. Right. No break. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, we um, we didn't really play a ton of, I would say, called futsal in Wisconsin. We played on basketball courts with just like a soccer ball or maybe a harder ball. But um, that's where that's where it all happened. Was like the three v three beating the boys and doing all those tournaments and stuff. And I do think that's really important is playing that and then. When I come to like other places and I'm like, oh, you guys play indoor? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what? I thought this was a thing everywhere, you know? Um, but yeah, it has been popping up a lot more. When I was at my last school in Texas, we played, um, I played on an indoor team and it was like the biggest thing. I didn't even realize it was a thing, but there's like clubs all over and played in actual games and stuff and it's competitive and it's definitely, it's on the rise for sure. <laughs> yeah. And you felt it helped? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, it's just a different way of thinking and a different way of playing. You're obviously in a really small space and you have to use a lot of one touch, which should be encouraged in, on a field, you know? So, yeah, I definitely think it helped. And it was fun. Like, we just went out there and had fun and messed around and did stuff we never do, you know? So, helped the creativity brain for sure. Yeah, and that's what Great. Coach Juan last week talked Jeremy about, too, was just that. Out, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talked about that. that one touch and how that was so important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Austin Pay, Tennessee, 
Division One. Like everybody talks about Division One, and my problem is mm-hmm. when I think Division One, I think of the Badgers. I think Ohio State, right? I think all these monster yeah. colleges. You know, last mm-hmm. week we had uh, Juan on. He was the assistant coach at Nichols State, Thibodeau, yeah, I think in our Louisiana. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh oh. I don't know if they. Played them, but I don't know if they were in our the conferences get switched up like I don't even periodically, so I don't know if they played them last year. But I'll see if I can figure that out while you guys talk. I know we, I know we played them my sophomore year and we beat them. I think I remember that game. Uh oh. He said last year they had a down year. They were one seventeen and one. So I don't know if you have any eligibility left, but we do know Juan. <laughs> We're kind of buddies now, me and Coach. I love it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying but, to think. I think, yeah. When you, like, so we had a, a good friend of mine, John Murphy. He was a coach. He's a basketball coach. And he, um, one of his players played, Sandy Cohen played at uh, Marquette basketball, right? And when I talked to him, he mentioned Marquette basketball. They had a private chef. They had their own rooms with big screen TVs. They flew private to basketball events. Is that the way you've lived your life? No. Definitely not. (laughs) And I thought that too going in. I'm like, I wish. Oh, my gosh. My kids are going to play, like, the smallest sports, like basketball, where there's, like, ten of them. They all get to fly, like, private and all that stuff. um, No. I definitely thought that going in and – I've been blessed. Uh, I go, so I guess let me explain this. So that is like high level D1. And the ones I've kind of gone to are like, we call them mid-major D1s. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're, UVU is like a, I would say like a higher mid-major. We compete with like bigger schools. Like we just beat Cal um, and all that this year. Um, So yeah, so I would say like we're mid-major and we don't get treated like, princesses but we still get some d1 benefits like at my first school they did our laundry which was like then my second school they did it and i was just like oh my gosh like that was luxury you know doing our (laughs) dirty laundry but um yeah i don't know i can't yeah i guess i can't compare it to d1 and d2 but um obviously uwsp at um in stevens point i don't think they have the same facilities and stuff as us you know um yeah, my wife just, played I at GW Stevens it, Point. And they no. don't. They don't get their laundry done. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'd say my, my um, daughter's actually attending USP that she's going to play tennis at Stevens Point next year. And I oh, will sweet. break the news to her that there is no private jet, no. there's no laundry, there's yeah. barely a meal plan. <laughs> we can start a GoFundMe for that. We can get it rolling. <laughs> get it That's rolling. right. And I, um, I did see, by the but, way, that Lamar yeah. did did lose to uh, or, or did win against Nickel State last year. So, okay, they did play. Him. Wait, what year is last year? Yeah, well, that was this. That was this last season. What season? Um, they they won. That would be the twenty three season. They won five five to oh, one okay. over Nickel State. So, sorry, Juan, okay, if you're yeah. listening, didn't want to bring that back up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we first played them. I think we played on their field. I remember that. That was like the first time I played midfield at that school. And okay. Their field is kind of tiny. Sorry for listening, but your field is tiny. It's like this little like backfield behind their football stadium. It's like this massive football about that. stadium. <laughs> and then there's just like a small, yeah. <laughs> the nets are nice. That's at least something. But 
Hey, there you go. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come for the awesome. heat, stay for the nets, right? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yes. Yes. So, because Lamar actually, Lamar's a really good soccer program on the women's side. They've made the, yeah, the yeah. tournament, right? Uh-huh. They made it my – we actually have been good all years I was there. We just got really unlucky the first year I was there. We um, – it was so sad. Some little kids tormented us about it too. I would train them and they would, like, bring it up. But we oh, – we, uh, we were beating – yeah, it was bad. I couldn't believe this, like, little 12-year-old was just – yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> but we played um, Sam Houston and, like, we had, like, dominated the whole conference. And then we played Sam Houston in the tournament. And uh, we were winning, like, 3-0 the whole match, the whole game. And then somehow they scored on us. And then about soccer. as soon as you get scored on, it's downhill from there. And so then they scored another and they scored another. And then we tied and we went to overtime. And then went to overtime. They hadn't scored on us. Um, and then 17 seconds left in the match, and they beat us. They scored a goal on us, and we lost. We Ugh. could not believe. And so now these kids that I'm training, they're like 17 seconds. And I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe they were doing that. But um, then the next year, they did pretty good, too. And then we went into the whack. So that's kind of crazy. So we were in um, whatever conference they're in. I can't think of it right now. Um, the Southland. They were in the Southland. And then we went to the WAC, which is what Utah Valley's in now. And um, and that's like better competition. That's like a higher mid-major than the Southland. The Southland's pretty um, pretty low on that. And then we got pretty far in the tournament in the WAC. Uh, I think we lost in the third round or something like that, um, sadly. And then our football team did – terrible in the whack so we had to get out of the whack because they were spending all the uh, money you couldn't fly uh, everywhere you know so that kind of sucked for women's soccer because the whack was like really good for us and the southland was just no one we could really compete with but but then my tore my acl that year and then my ju- senior year we won and went to the ncaa and um that was super good and then last year or, yeah this past fall they they did the same thing so that was super awesome for them so that's cool yeah. How does that? How does that? When you go to Austin Pay in Tennessee and you get through your soccer season, you're like you know what, this isn't for me. I would like more. So how does that process start? Because we've heard like the portal now is it's like everybody uses the portal. I mean, like the, mm-hmm. right. The, most of you hear on the news about the football kids, but when you decide that Austin Pay is not for you, how do you go about the portal? Yeah, it's actually like a terrifying process. I like wish it upon nobody, but it is definitely <laughs> beneficial at the same time. Um, it is definitely a black hole, but there's sunshine on the other side, so it's worth it. But um, so basically, okay, one thing I can give advice um, from experience is before you even think about that, like make sure your relationship with your coach is good because they have a huge wager on if you go to a good school or not, or what you do. So I had a really good relationship with my freshman year coach. Um, I don't really know how we just became really good friends somehow. Um, And I went to her and I was like, look, like I want more. This is just not it. It's nothing against you, nothing against the girls. Like I just need more. And she was like super supportive. And she's like, yes, like I think that's something you can achieve. And um, 
we're here to support you, whatever. She's like, I'll do whatever you need. Um, so that is very rare. Most coaches do not do that. Um, my second time transferring, that was not the same attitude I got. So that was two different perspectives, but, um, yeah. And so then you have to like talk to compliance and they put you in the portal and you get like an email and this is really cute. They like send you a little video about like a little tutorial about like you're in the portal now and like, this is what you can do and can't do. It's like so fun. And then for months you just cry because you have nowhere to go at that point. So, you can always Sounds go back amazing. and watch that. But yeah. Yeah. So then um, you're in the portal and it's, Coaches will reach out to you eventually, um, but usually it's not kind of what you're looking for unless you are like transferring out of Minnesota or Wisconsin, you know, where they know they're getting a quality player out of there. But uh, yeah, so then I just like emailed every person I know to know and their cousins and everyone and all <laughs> meaning the coaches. But um, yeah, so I would just email a bunch and call a bunch and hope someone likes your video and your email and um, picks you up. So um, hmm. that's kind of how that goes. But a lot of them, so if you start talking to them, a lot of them will call your coach. And luckily my coach gave me like a A plus um, rating. And so a lot of the coaches were wow. like, that never really happened. So that was, that was really showed my character to them, which was really helpful. And that's kind of how I found Lamar. Um, and yeah. But so, I was definitely in the portal for like a lot of months and it was terrifying for a long time. Because did they, the school, Austin Pay, did they pull your, did they tell you, hey, you're going in the portal, so we're kind of done with you? Or you can come back? I don't know. Like, the, you can come back if they want you to come back. Um, I don't know the full compliance of it, but every time I was about to jump in the portal, I was like, my scholarship is good, right? And they're like, yes, sign this document, whatever, make sure. Because, it's not fun halfway through the semester, like, hey, you're actually going to pay all your tuition now. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't sign up for that. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you can you can jump back on the team if the if you don't find anything. I don't think that's necessarily healthy for anyone to go back on the team you just tried leaving. But yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it's better than not playing soccer. So, yeah. Cause you hmm. jump, you jump in blind, right? Like nobody re reached out and says, Abby, you know, we really think you should come to Lamar, yeah. enter the portal. Yeah. No, they can't even do that. You can't even talk about anything like that. Yeah. That'd them. be scary. So, Holy buckets. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But you have to like have the right mindset. Like I want more and this is the path. I don't know where it'll lead, but hopefully more is what I'll get. So. Okay. So well, before we before first... we move on from Lamar, no. I just want to show one thing. When we looked up Nickel State in Lamar, I I think this is you, Abby. This was in like from Lamar's. Oh gosh, up here. <laughs> no, it's a picture of you like scoring or something like that. So, uh, oh. so I I thought I thought show I should at least one. show. Yeah. show this guy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If, I don't... This is actually against Nickel State. Is that you? Oh, that is me. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what are the chances? I mean. The game that was only one to nothing. You guys won, but you were like the picture that they were had for this game. So I thought we got to show it. Wow. I think that might be at Lamar. I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's a this grass is, field. So This might be my were, senior year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think it was your senior year because it was 2022. Yeah. And you're, num yeah. you're number seven, right? Yep. Was number okay, seven. cool. All right. The girl so in the back in the, in the orange uh, 
shirt had it as a goal. She's, good. she's the only yeah, yeah. she's the only one fired up for you. I don't know if I scored. I don't know if I scored in this game, but well, I don't in her eyes, I was did. looking at <laughs> I was looking at the box score and I don't think I saw yours, but it looked it's a great picture. Yeah. The shots were twenty. There. Was it twenty-eight to two shots on goal versus 20, twenty-six to two? Oh, yes, uh, twenty-six 20. to two, and they won one to nothing. So that goalie was uh, having a day. <laughs> she was, jeez. Oh yeah, God. yeah. Some games went like that where we would we would take like fifty shots and score one goal, and we're like, how is this? How is this even possible? Like, at least one should have just dinked in or something. But you think it goes like that some days? Yeah. All right. Sorry to interrupt but, you there. So, yeah. No, I was going to just say, so you go to Lamar and then you graduate from Lamar, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, I did do that in May this past year. Mm -hmm. So are you part of the COVID year? Like, are you, because now you read football players are going on their ninth year, right? They did red shirt and they did medical and then they did like, I don't feel like playing year. And then they're like, like, how are they still doing this? So get that. I don't know. Football guys are elite. Like seven years for me, is like a lot, but they just seem to like, I'm like 12 years. How are you like, I don't understand how it's possible. Like the top three quarterbacks this year are like 27. They have like four kids already. (laughs) literally that's so true yeah so i was part of the the covid group we got but the thing is which is super awesome in my perspective we got to play our entire season but i still got an entire season back that's pretty cool yeah so don't tell ncaa if they're listening yeah yeah so they're not listening yeah good good we went through like some games we we didn't play because of we only had like 10 people because people were quarantining and stuff. So that was a little chaotic, but we still got to play like a full season. I think we played it in the spring. Yeah. So instead of the fall, we played okay. in the spring, but, but it was still, God bless Texas. We got another. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. The coldest was like 30 and people were like, Oh my God. It was awesome though. <laughs> I got to be tan a lot of the time. Now I'm just, I'm pale. So, so you said nice. you, you went, you go to the Lamar coach now and you're like, I'm grad. So is it like, Hey, I'm graduating, but I want to continue. And like, did he still want you or did the coach, I shouldn't assume, but did the coach say we'd still like you to be part of a program or was it time yeah. for the split? <laughs> well, sadly I, we got a new coach my senior year. Oh, not sadly. Mm. Sorry. Um, we got a new coach, but I loved our the coach that recruited me. He was like, he's, Still, shout out to Steve Holman, the best coach I will ever have in my entire life. He's yeah. You could be on the show, <laughs> Steve Holman. Call oh me. Oh my gosh, you should. <laughs> he would be so. Oh, he's so good. He's so smart. The smartest coach I've ever had. Um, and he's so calm, so calm, collective. But the team was run so smooth, and everyone was on the same page all the time. So it was really awesome. Um, but yeah, so we got a new coach my senior year, and. Um, we, to keep it short, did not get along very well. And so we went through that whole season. And that was my full season as an, uh, coming back from ACL. So that's probably the toughest season for someone coming back from ACL because you're still trying to yeah. figure out yeah. which way is your feet point and how to run straight, you know, kind of thing. So um, that was definitely a mentally challenging season for me, um, obviously, because 
I'm a leader on the team. It was my senior year and I wanted to play the best I could, but you're still, you know, trying to figure out how to be a soccer player again. So, yeah. So then um, we played LSU and I thought I played pretty well against LSU. And I was like, I want to play in the, <laughs> at that time. I'm like, I'm playing in the SEC. Like, I know this is happening <laughs> right after the game. I was like, I'm getting in the portal. So I gave him about a week and then I, uh, I went in there and I was like, hey, like, I just want to, I know I can play at a different level. And to be honest, the Southland is not doing the hottest competitive wise. Um, so I need to get out of it. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, I need something different. And he was not very happy with me in either way, staying or leaving. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And then... It's weird. Yeah. Then it was a, right. Yeah, yeah. Can't make them happy. I guess it's time to no, move on. No, it was. Yes, it was like that. It was the weirdest thing. Like we don't want you to stay, but don't leave. So I was like, I love hate relationship, but it's okay. It happens like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I jumped in the portal for a lot of months, and um, then UVU was like kind of one of the last places I reached out to, and my coach now is very very cut and dry he called me for like five minutes he gave me the, the lowdown and i said yes and then came on a visit and here i am surrounded awesome. by mountains. that's yeah so and i, I don't know if i should ask but are you like is your scholarship cover your academics and housing the one here only covers um my school so it pays for all my school okay. um but at lamar i i was on pretty much like a full ride there so that was hard to leave but it's okay it was right because talking with Juan, you know they only <laughs> some schools only get so many scholarships and a lot of times they yeah. they cut them in half they cut them in a quarter mm -hmm. so you were beneficial to a full scholarship which is fantastic because you hear that it's not yeah. very prevalent in women's soccer to get a full scholarship mm -hmm. yeah um well here in utah they recruit a lot of locals so that helps a lot with the scholarships because um, they all get in-state and some of them live at home, so they don't even need that scholarship kind of thing. So um, depending on <laughs> the talent you have around you, I guess, is kind of the way. We didn't have – we had a lot of locals at Lamar too, but we had a lot of internationals who took up the full scholarship. So you'll find that a lot where there are a lot of locals and a lot of internationals who take up that full scholarship and stuff, but – you see in the men's game that the international players are taking over, like full teams are all foreigners yeah. and it hasn't yeah. hit the U S and if it could hold off a while, <laughs> I was only sophomores, but are you, have you seen more foreign females playing in, in the States? Like for college? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not too much at UVU. We have a couple internationals, but at Lamar, um, the coach that I got recruited by was very heavy on the international. So we had people from Iceland, Finland, Spain, the Netherlands, like all over, um, <laughs> which personally I liked because they were some of the best soccer players I've ever played with. And they brought a different aspect um, of the game to it, especially like the, the Spaniard. She's unbelievable with her feet, you know, and I feel like they don't teach that too much in the States. It's kind of, are you fast? Can you outrun with the ball? You know, kind of thing. So that was cool to see that, like, in Spain, they teach them, you know, more technical than they do sometimes here. So, but now we, yeah. we did ask 
coach last week about what he thought about Wisconsin players. And his first <laughs> word is Wisconsin players are very physical. Mm-hmm. And is that how you see it? Like, do we, I mean, do, that's do, how do, I am. So, yeah, I'm definitely not the quickest. Maybe that's where he's getting it, right? Like, we just played a girl from Wisconsin last year, and she beat the snot out of all of us. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I would say Wisconsin girls are pretty physical, but, like, Roosevelt is probably one of the fastest on the national team. So, I would say they're pretty fast, too. But, personally, that is my game is physicality. So, I can say yes to that. Yeah. Cool. Now you did get a chance to live in the big city of Green Bay, right? And play for our, our local team here. Uh-huh. Well, you did. You spent some time in Pulaski. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so what? What was that like? Because you come out of college and then you played, you know, with the Green Bay Glory, and it, it's kind of a it's an excellent thing, right? You played with girls all over, they, and mm-hmm. it's just summer soccer. Yeah. Um. I think they came around when I was like a freshman. I remember my dad being like, this new big thing, like what it's called the WPSL. And he was like, this is going to be the next thing. So he's like, why don't you try out? And I was like, sure, whatever. Um, and it was local. And then I like got on the team and it was like one of the best experiences I had. I didn't realize, you know, college is, it's not very much so community-based um, where the summer team was like all community-based. Like they do a, a wonderful job at like, giving back and um, making you realize it is more than soccer. Obviously soccer players, it's not like we only play soccer and we love soccer and only think about soccer, you know, but um, summer's kind of a break. So it does let you, you know, like let those things in a little more. And that was really cool. And I obviously got to live with Paul and Coral. That sucked, obviously riding on the boat all summer. It's a horrible experience. Obviously it's a terrible experience. Obviously, well, maybe yeah. not Coral. Yeah. Obviously Paul, but not Coral. We're not going to, yeah, you know, Coral. Yeah. Right. No, shout out to Coral. That was the best summer ever. Yeah. Paul was just a little side guy over there. No, no, they were awesome. Yeah, and that was even the coolest coolest part, too. Um, I lived two hours away, obviously, so I couldn't come to 6 a.m. practice every day. That would have sucked. So thankfully, Paul and Coral opened their basement, their freezing basement to me. So that was awesome. Um, but that was cool. Like, it was like a different dynamic to – you know, like little freshman, sophomore Abby living with this random family in their basement, you know? So that definitely was a little character builder as well. Um, but it was still super competitive um, going back to the, like the soccer part of it. Um, but it was in a different way, you know, it was kind of more relaxed. Um, so you could like play soccer a little more um, in a free state rather than college. It's kind of like you make a mistake and you're out, you know, where. Right. Um, so I stress the importance of like playing in so- um, in the summer. It's definitely a different side of soccer and you get to be a little more creative and get your craft a little more. So that was super fun. How many girls are on your team? Right, Like how you have is you look at D one, you're like, Oh, there's probably like 15 or 20. How many girls are on the Utah Valley team? Uh, we have, think about, or... Yeah. We have about 30 girls, I believe. Um, which is pretty common. I would say 30 at Lamar. Our coach was crazy. I don't even know what was going on, but like we'd have like 12 healthy girls at points, which was like fun. Cause you got really fit and you just like, we're in every drill, every second of it. But um, ideally you'd like 25 to 30 on the squad. Yeah. I think any more than 30 is, is too much. Um, 
because it's hard to get more than 11 on the field at a time, you know? So <laughs> that's a hard rotation well, if you got 40 girls on the roster. And as your senior, you're right. You're like, I'm not coming off for a freshman. Like it's just not happening. Right. You're like, yeah, I am playing. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's no other way. <laughs> yeah. What position do you play? I play as the six. So like a holding mid. Dumb it down a little bit, I, Abby. Dumb it down for us. Yeah. Talk about I'm the six, seven, 11, 12. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's coming. It's growing. The numbers are growing. Yeah. So I play like a, like a holding mid right above the center backs. Um, otherwise, well, we just lost two of our best center backs at UVU. So I might be thrown in there a little bit, but. Definitely not a winger or anything fast up top, but throw a body in there. That's what I got. It's pretty much so. my game too. The speed, I lack the speed. So, yeah. um, so, okay. so how many? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, I, and I'm sorry, I'm maybe changing a little bit, but if, if you're getting into your last season here, have you thought started thinking about what what you want to do after college? Like, is there coaching in the future? Is there yeah. Um, well, I technically still have two years left. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Holy cow. There it is, folks. <laughs> Nine years. Wow, they okay. call her yeah. doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I mean, that's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I just I yeah, thought you had one no. more after this. It's awesome okay. soccer aspect, the school aspect. I'm fading. I'm fading. It gets harder as you stay in longer, you know? It's not as fun as freshman year taking – Music appreciation, but um, yeah. So because I tore my ACL my junior year and then tore my ACL, I didn't get any games. I tore it into the first scrimmage. So I technically, I think, get my COVID year still, and then I get this my redshirt ACL. So I will get one more fall and then another a fall and a spring and then one more fall. So I'll have two full seasons with the team That's if awesome. I want to take well it. But I've heard out of college is horrid, so I'm going to, I think, try and stay in as much as I can. But Okay. But after that, um, I mean, I can't really say anything. I'm five months on for an ACL, but hoping to right. play overseas or play somewhere for a while. Um, I know. Cool. Yeah, a job is hopefully in the future, but overrated. is only right now. Overrated. Yeah, it is overrated. 100%. I do not. Right? I'm a free spirit. There's no way you can lock me into a job like that. No way. But I think coaching, I I really like the college coaching aspect of it because it's, it's serious and you get to travel all over and be with some top-level girls. So hopefully maybe that. I don't really know. We'll see. Okay, good. Well, if you need anything, yeah. alma mater is always open for you. So, you know, you can always head it. back and get, get some coach. We're, we're trying to rebuild this program that went to shambles after you left. And so yeah. we're, we, need, sorry, we need help. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, me and Joe Gemza, the dad. Oh, my gosh. I could not imagine. He would love that little retirement project. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, honestly, we're, we're just hoping to get this thing back to 500 this year. So if we can pull uh, that off, then, then we'd be really happy. So, yeah. Ugh. It'll it'll grow. It has its phases. Yeah, it'll get back there. You know, speaking of your dad, right? We all you go from playing youth soccer, right, and then you play high, like you play youth soccer where your your parents are constantly with you, right? They sit on the mm -hmm. sidelines, and then you get to high school where all of a sudden everybody's in the stands, and then you get to college where you go from playing from parents to fans. Yeah, so what is that transition, right? Because 
I'm sure my daughter gets off the field. And I'm like, not knowing much about the game, right? But I'm first of all, I'm like, well, you should have kicked the ball a little farther in the second <laughs> half or whatever. She's like, leave me alone. Yeah. So how does that transition like, right? Because you go from that car ride home with dad and mm-hmm. her mom, and then you go to now you're on a bus in the middle of Tennessee. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of whispered phone calls on the bus talking crap about your teammates. <laughs> That's the transition. No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it definitely is hard, especially being. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Love all my teammates. They're all, they're awesome. But um, yeah, definitely is a different dynamic being so far away from home too. And um, my dad is definitely my keeps a book of like every touch I miss, miss touched on the field and stuff. Um, but it's kind of cool to have that other connection with them, you know? Um, and then you always get mom on the phone, like those refs suck, you know, and stuff like that. So it's always fun. But um, yeah, it's just a different, I think you grow up a little bit more when it's farther away, you know, not just like in the car um, with you. So you get like more of a perspective, you know, cause he's obviously watching it on TV and stuff and it's not the same yeah. as being there and seeing all that. Um, but it definitely adds a little more pressure when it's not just your mom and dad watching you and sitting in their lawn chair on the on the <laughs> sideline. But um, it gives you a little more to, to play for, and then you get, like, connections with the fans and stuff, and, and they really, like, get devoted to you. So that's really that's cool. cool. I think it, like, steps up the level a little more, yeah, competitive-wise. <laughs> so that's fun. I'm just I, – I, I read this today, and I took a screenshot of it. I don't know where you're at. But did you see the University of North Carolina that they lost? They have 12 players on the roster right now. Women's soccer? Women's Jeez. soccer. Nice. I did not see that. Um, right here, you, you like didn't see women's change. soccer. Yeah. UNC women's soccer is down to 12 players on their 24 roster. A 25 commit just went through the Daily Tire. Here reports an exodus of 75% wow. of the team. So you're telling like me to a, get in the portal right now. That's a pretty big program. I'm not saying anything, but I just find that crazy. Wow. Like that's one of the top women's soccer programs that has always been yeah. in the country. And to that have like something's going on, right? Like you don't want to go run into that house fire right now. You want to like, yeah, hey, everybody's true. leaving. I'm coming, coach. Right, right. <laughs> but I just Sometimes found that. Sometimes it falls that way, especially with the, the COVID thing. You know, you get all these seniors for so long and then – like all of a sudden they're out of eligibility, you know, and then you lose like your 11 starters from that COVID year, you know? So it could be something hmm. like that. I know that's hard. I think a couple of years we brought in like 13 freshmen at one point, 12 freshmen, wow. um, which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But you'll get a couple in there who can jump right into the level. Um, but it's hard starting with 12 hmm. freshmen. But, they can't call it hazing, yeah, right? Do you? Is there any any questionable? <laughs> I'm not saying because that's against the rules, I NCAA. Anything. I want it, right? <laughs> no, no. I don't believe in the whole hazing thing. Besides, get the ball, get the cones, and we're gonna throw things at you. Besides that part, yeah, no hazing going on. <laughs> no hazing. Yeah. Nothing. No, none. Never nothing. happened. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Well, God, hour and six minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I nuts. did not feel that long at all. That's no, awesome. we really appreciate any 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 last things you want to talk about. You know, we've we've got topics coming out of our ears, but here's one, just a quick one. 
Grass or turf? Ooh. 100% grass. No yeah. way okay. turf. Yeah, yeah. That, we're in the same boat. The knees. No, yeah. We like our knees healthy. Definitely grass. Okay. Good. Not bumpy grass, though. Smooth grass. Oh, well, nice. easy. This is Take care. Take this care is, of the grass. Right. This is Wisconsin we play it, right? Everything yeah. is bumpy. Yeah. That's true. It works on your hey, truck, I, though, so. I will say this, though. Probably the best fields I've ever played on, no offense to Joe, is MCU. I mean, we're, those fields up there are awesome. unbelievable. Yeah. They are just yeah. perfectly flat. It's crazy. That is true. And PCYS yeah, will cut theirs like two days after the game you played, and you're like, what are you doing? You should have cut it the day. Yeah. yeah, that was always my favorite thing. I'm like, thank you for cutting it after the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, great. We'll wrap this up and let you get on your way, but we really appreciate you coming on. This was, uh, this was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I love talking and soccer, so this is, this is the best night. Awesome. Awesome. We're trying to still well, learn the looking. game of soccer. <laughs> right, we, we the, the numbers, uh, the numbers still kind of get us a little crazy, but uh, we'll work good on luck. It. We'll work on it. Yeah, good luck Thank with. You. Uh, Thanks, guys. With two yeah, with more years, too, yeah. Heal up good. Yeah, with my yeah. with my seven more years of college. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep working on it. <laughs> you can get a doctorate. Let's do it. Let's just go all I could, in. Honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do in my last semester. I'm like I'm out of degrees and that's Oh, real estate get a real estate degree yeah. i think i i think i got a couple credits to go but pretty easy there you go <laughs> selling houses well, well thank you, you guys hang on. Awesome. yeah hang on for a couple minutes and we're gonna shut this down and uh thanks again okay awesome